welcome back to episode 10 on Katie Fycast. I am your host, Randy, and today's episode we will be discussing tips and tricks to maximize your undergrad experience. I'm excited to have Molly and Natalie on our podcast today. Hi, Molly. Hi, Natalie. Thank you guys so much for coming to our podcast. If you guys could give our listeners a little bit of a short bio of yourself and what you're doing right now slash plan on doing after graduation. Hi, my name's Molly Chiet. I am a sister from the University of Virginia chapter. I joined spring 2014 and graduated 2017. So it's been a while since I've been post-grad. I am a person who's super passionate about personal and professional development, and I currently work as a senior associate in tax at a big four accounting firm, as well as serve on the AKD5 National Board as vice president. Hi, my name is Natalie. I'm currently a senior at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. I am an environmental studies and urban planning major. I have recently just committed actually to my postgrad plans. I was fortunate enough to be able to go through the Venture for America application process and receive an acceptance. I am getting ready to apply to some of their partner companies postgrad. And some of my interests include community service, uh, environmentalism, social justice, and cooking. I'll just throw that in there. Awesome. We're so excited to have you, Natalie and Molly, with us today. First, congratulations, Natalie, on your post-grad plans. That is quite an achievement considering, you know, the world's in a pandemic. We're all worried about jobs. So that's awesome. Yay. So the theme of our podcast today is maximizing your undergraduate experience. And it's awesome to hear you're very passionate about service and community. For the two of you ladies, what does the AK5 community mean to you? I crossed as a second semester sophomore. I do attend a PWI or a predominantly white institution. And I think that understanding really pushed me to find more communities where I could meet women or women of color, especially, and having that support system that I didn't even know I actually needed. The AKD5 community has given me a lot more than what I initially thought a sorority could provide. I also never really saw myself as a sorority mm-hmm. person or sister. <laughs> Almost definitely. And yeah. And actually after joining, it it's become a really a really meaningful part of my life and definitely a pivotal moment in my undergraduate career. And so I am definitely really thankful for everyone that I've met and all of the good memories that I have with people, especially now, as you said earlier, we are in a pandemic. And I think having people to reach out to or to talk to or to lean on during these times is really important and has been really helpful. I 100% agree. I can't even begin to name or count the number of Zoom calls I've had from your sisters that you still keep in contact with after graduation, just because there was nothing to do. So I completely understand what you're saying. And what about you, Molly? I struggle a lot with this question because to me, Katie Phi has been such a large 
part of my undergraduate career, as well as even my time post-grad. So it's hard to have like one encompassing statement that describes everything that it means to me. What Natalie said, I agree with wholeheartedly. It's definitely a community that has given me a lot of advice and memories too. I had joined my second semester of my first year. So it's been almost six years, six, seven years now, which is like a good portion of my life. I've always appreciated like no matter what I'm going through, it'll always be there whenever I need to or want to come back to it as time like comes and goes. And I'm so grateful for the Katie Fry community. That's really heartwarming, Molly. The next question I have for you guys is how did AKD5 affect your undergrad experience? Some tips for our future sisters or how do we balance KDFI in our undergraduate experience? How can we leverage what we learned in KDFI? All those good things. I think that AKD5 really helps with time management, but part of it is mindset. And I think that is very subjective mm-hmm. and very different for each person. And I think that mm-hmm. Fi offers a lot of opportunities and a lot of different ways to exercise skills that you learn or have learned in the past. But the reason mm-hmm. that I say mindset is because I think you are in a position where you can get whatever you want from the opportunity that you're in. And so it's, perhaps a lot more difficult being so far away from everyone but being willing to take risks and put trust in others I think is a really big mental hurdle that is kind of required when someone joins or becomes a sister that trust and connection with other people really only comes through time Mm -hmm. I think and so you can build this mindset as you spend more time with sisters or other people but the way you manage your time really depends on like how you want to use it. I completely agree. I feel like the way, you know, we think about sororities and fraternities is really just like a big misconception for most people, right? Like all of us were saying earlier that we didn't view ourselves as like sorority people, quote unquote, when we like joined college. And then we were, you know, we're introduced to an organization that completely like subverts all of our expectations. Obviously, there's that as an organization, but like as an individual as well, like you were saying, Natalie, you have to go in with the right mindset. Like, you can't just join because you think it would be mm-hmm. fun. Like, that's not going to necessarily sustain you throughout years of being an undergrad mm-hmm. and, like, being a, in a pandemic, like, post-grad. Like, you have to really want it, and you have to put in the mm-hmm. work that shows that you want it as well, right? And I think that that's definitely something that we all struggle with especially because I feel like we're so young but once you get over that and like you can really commit yourself to something like the rewards definitely show I feel yeah Erin I totally agree um there's something that my sisters say a lot and that is what you get out of Katie Pie is what you put into it and I think that is so true I love hearing that from I'm not going to say when I cross from the younger sisters it's super inspirational that you feel that way already in undergrad because that's just gonna carry you throughout your entire life I think. I definitely agree with everything that has been said. I really don't think there's one way to have like the perfect Katie Fry experience or 
one way to like take advantage of KD5 and the opportunities that it gives you. It's what you are looking for and seeking. So for me, going into KD5, super shy and really, really like quiet type person. And when I went into KD5, I was given so many opportunities to help build up my self-confidence to grow, to help lead the organization and find people that I could confide in and build these deep and meaningful relationships. So for me, those were the things that Katie helped me grow in, but I'm sure for others, it could be an avenue to make an impact in the community and all sorts of amazing and incredible things that I've seen all of our sisters do. Actually, after hearing you say that, Molly, I'm kind of curious. You say you went in super shy. What surprised you the most after you crossed? I was definitely the most surprised by the whole Asian Greek community at large and like the multicultural Greek community at UNC. So that was one thing that I was really pleasantly surprised by. You know, when I crossed, I was really just thinking about Katie Phi. Like, I'm sure you guys, like, know during process, there's not much mental room to necessarily think about much else. But then afterwards, during our reveal, and then after traveling and road tripping and going to my uh, first CSR, which was actually at UVA, I was really thrilled with not just how big the Asian Greek community was and like how many opportunities there were to like network and like meet with different people outside of campus, but also on campus, I got the opportunity to really become known and know other people who are involved in the Asian community. Mm -hmm. And then in terms of like multicultural Greek council this year and last year, I've been on exec for NGC. And that's because I find it really, really important that we're not just diverse within our organization, but also as a Greek community on campuses that we present a united front and we really work to fight stereotypes and become community examples because I think that is sort of our responsibility right like people say all the time oh you shouldn't do this in letters you should do this but we are wearing our letters all the time it does make a difference Mm -hmm. when we aren't involved in organizations and when we are and so I'm very happy to make friends and talked with OFSL and like with all these people who I wouldn't have met if I wasn't Greek at all, regardless of like, if I was in KD5 or KPL or like, whatever organization. Yeah, Erin, your point about a larger community really resonates with me. I would say I was also surprised as to how large the Greek lettered organizations that aren't traditionally white have expanded and to the extent that they exist. I think when you join a community, you should always seek to improve whatever group you're in. And I think to not hold that sentiment is to not be of a collective mindset or just just not want the best for not only yourself, but everyone around you. And so I definitely agree with your point that the larger Greek community can act as a common ground, I think, for people to relate to each other. And then it's up to us to carry that work one step further. So we can all be united by Greek letters or similar experiences or communities. And then the next step is, okay, how do we empower each other? How do we make this community more inclusive and especially more open to talking about topics or changes that need to be implemented to, again, like create a more inclusive environment? 
I think that is truly up to us. And being in a Greek-lettered organization really provides that opportunity. Natalie, both you and Aaron bring up excellent points. So what can we do to get plugged in earlier? What are some ways for us to kind of network faster or whatever it might be? I think one of the really important qualities is to know yourself and know your strengths. I, I know that I'm really good at planning and maybe that's a somewhat basic skill, but in planning and communicating with other organizations or local organizations, creating those opportunities for other people to then become engaged, I think is really pivotal. And if there's not someone who can connect with other people and draw members from your organization in, then I think that's a really big gap mm-hmm. that, that's missing when people become involved in communities that are not their own. I also think mm-hmm. it's important, again, then to the knowing yourself aspect, I think, I think we all should just really try to reflect and have that sense of what we want to do and what we want to see because a lot of what we end up doing I think stems from our personal commitments and if you lack those personal commitments then I think it's really hard to actualize any thought or goal that you may have and that doesn't mean you have to know yourself completely all the time because I think being receptive to change is actually one of the greatest strengths there is. But at least having a starting point mm-hmm. and understanding what you want and what you want to see is really, really important for, for anything that you do. Yeah, I think almost in direct contrast to <laughs> Natalie's point, maybe. I all similar to Molly, I also crossed as like a second semester freshman. And when I crossed, I did not have these self-actualized ideals of like what I wanted a diverse community at UNC to look like like I just hadn't really thought about those in concrete terms at the time what I did have at the time was like a very extroverted personality and a willingness to meet other people and I feel like in my desire to get to know others I have become a friend and hopefully an ally to them just as they have become a friend and an ally to me and the spaces that I occupy, especially AKD5. I guess my biggest takeaway here is that it's okay to not know, but it is obviously, you know, as you get further in the Greek community and Neos keep crossing every semester, it is important to maintain those relationships and make sure that those relationships don't just like start and end with you. Like I feel like something that I have been trying to advocate a little more of is getting more sisters from my chapter like invested in MGC by trying to like get them apply to exec boards, um, by trying to get them to attend other organizations like reveals slash probates um, and stuff like that that isn't really a lot of effort on our part but is maybe not something that necessarily comes on our radar traditionally as AGC organizations and so I guess those are some more smaller implementable practices that are maybe easier to begin than full-fledged conversations about what we really want activism and social justice to look like in our daily lettered lives.
That's really insightful, Erin. I really like your point about having meaningful relationships. I really wanted to ask our guests today what they felt their greatest achievements were. So building on what Erin was saying about building relationships and making a difference in other people's lives just as they are making a difference in mine or ours. One of the greatest achievements or memories that I have from college actually relates more to my time in the comm school or the business school at UVA. So essentially, we are put into groups for the semester-long project. And we had a task of essentially trying to become our corporate sponsor or one of our corporate sponsor's competitors and determine an entire business plan, everything from marketing, the finances, and so on. And over the course of that one semester, I was really, really proud of my group of five with all sorts of different personalities Mm -hmm. of us just making it through that one semester and being able to come together as very different types of personalities to put together this really great presentation that we were all really proud of and have really great memories together where we stayed up super late or had a ton of like different inside jokes. And it was a time that like I spent away from Katie's by or from more of that experience in Mm -hmm. college. And it opened my eyes to a lot more relationships that you can build in all sorts of places in college. Yeah, Dean, I think this is a really interesting question. It's one that I kind of have trouble quantifying, actually. The relationships that we build with other people are some of the most important things in our lives. I think maybe an easier way to describe this would be when I was a junior, I was fortunate enough to be nominated and then selected as a 21 under 21 recipient by a magazine at UNC called The Bridge, and they feature women of color at UNC. Being nominated and selected was really surprising. I didn't expect it, but definitely heartwarming. And I was very grateful to have been recognized. I think that speaks to perhaps like a different kind of achievement that we all share in that as women of color in this country and for those of us who have attended predominantly white institutions like I think the space that we make for ourselves I think that the the other achievements or benchmarks that we hit in our lives are achievements in and of themselves because as women we have to be really really cognizant of everything that we do and the spaces that we make the places that we get and so I think those are the achievements. Actually, Natalie, that's really fascinating for you to describe that 21 under 21 series, because I actually did want to ask a question about like, basically being women, obviously, as Asian women in sororities, there's like, definitely a lot of like labels that were put under. And so how would you guys Mm -hmm. sort of advise or feel about being good allies to other women in ways that matter? Thank you for this question. This is really important. And I think it's something we should all be aware of. I will only speak for myself because I'm a strong proponent of 
I statements. So I think it is very possible for myself to be privileged in certain ways, but not privileged in others. And I think the conflict that arises between that is the most difficult thing to address. And I think at this intersection of, or at this crux of conflict between those two separate characteristics is identity. And as I have thought more about who I am and what I want, I think that the way that I feel most effective in honestly just living is through education and understanding and the empowerment of others. And so I can acknowledge that I have faced stereotypes, microaggressions, various various hurdles, and that is not to be discounted. But as I learn about other people's oppression, it is not only like a moral duty, but it, it is within my power to practice effective allyship. And what I mean by that is to always be willing to learn, always be willing to help others and create opportunities or spaces, or even again, just listening to those who don't share my privileges. And so as far as being a feminist, or I might just say like ally, I think it just requires like a, an understanding on your part, not only of, of other people, but kind of like forgiving yourself or just being able to mm -hmm. accept your own circumstances and then be willing to move forward and uplift others. That's really insightful, Natalie. I love how eloquent Natalie is. Like you say, yes, well put. beauty. Oh, thank you. From a work perspective, this has been a topic that has been discussed a lot in, the, in our Pan-Asian affinity group at work, like getting into certain roles or being higher up in management. How do you help to empower others who are just joining, who are starting you at the firm, other females, other Asian or Asian Americans at the company? And I don't think this is necessarily an action step, but something I've been thinking about a lot since we had this huge community discussion. One of my directors, she shared this thought of once you do get into more management roles, once you become a director, a partner, it's not just about empowering or uplifting others or just saying like, hey, I made it, you can make it too. It's also about sending the elevator back down, like sending it down to help bring others up too. And not only just sending the elevator back down, but being in that elevator to bring them up with you and to help uplift and empower others. And just thinking through how can you be present and how can you be in that elevator to help someone who's a staff member or just a year or two in to the work or at the company. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's having a difficult conversation with them to help them improve and to better or having difficult conversations with other people to open up their eyes to educate them that it could be how they react or how they are it's a mix of different things mm -hmm. um, but I've been thinking about that a lot and how even though I'm only three years into the working force like how do I help other sisters um, 
other Cambodian Americans, other people who are just now graduating? How do I take what I've learned and share that with them? And how do I learn from others who've gone much further? First of all, can I say how much I love the metaphor sending the elevator back down? Like, mm-hmm. wow, absolutely. Snaps. I really like it too. Thank you so much, Nelly and Molly, for your insight. I think I've learned a lot from your responses. So I just wanted to ask if there's anything that you wanted to add on to everything that you've shared with us so far. Well, thank you for having us both. And thank you for having me. Uh, This has been a really fun experience. And I'm glad to enjoy a really good conversation with with sisters uh, tonight. And I think the only thing I want to end on is that I would just encourage people to not be afraid to make executive decisions, to encourage people to take risks. And I do err more on the side of action. So I think it is entirely better to to do something and to see where everything falls and then to do something again. Like, I think the way forward is not always linear. Mm -hmm. And so in doing a trial and error, um, you really only just learn more to help to help yourself. Thank you. Absolutely. Definitely agree. Thank you all so much for having us and having this space for us to share and talk about our experiences um, in undergrad as well as after. One final thought I would just have is there's no one like source or one path to happiness as also. It's just like living your life the best you can, taking those risks and those chances like Natalie has shared and mentioned to us and pursuing whatever makes us happy. And that can change, whether it's what makes you happy now or 10 years or five years down the road. So thank you so much. Yay, thank you so much for being here today, ladies. Really enjoyed it. Do you guys have anything first you want to share? Like a website or like a social media handle you want to share? I just don't use them that much. I'm telling you, you need to start a blog. Well, we want to thank you again, ladies, for um, giving us your time and sharing all these insightful experiences with us. I know I learned a lot uh, listening to Natalie. uh, And it's great that seniors and our active sisters right now really feel passionate about these subjects and really want to inspire change and thank you molly for giving us some insight on life a little bit after graduation i know listening to the two of them tonight i was definitely reflecting on what i could have done differently or things that are sort of cringy now when i think back but you know help me grow as a person so we really appreciate having you and please tune in for our next episode As always, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any sister nominations or topics you would like to be discussed, please be sure to send them to development at akdfialum.org. Till next time.